0: Welcome back to another episode of Wellness with Will, the podcast where we delve into all things health and wellness. I'm your host, William Bryant, and today we're picking back up with those New Year's resolutions. Ah, It's nice to be back and chatting with you all again. And previously we, we kind of spoke about those pesky little new year's resolutions. And we talked about how a lot of people choose not to set new year's resolutions and that's totally okay. We also talked about why new year's resolutions don't work, whether it be that it's an unrealistic resolution, or maybe it's just too difficult to achieve. We also talked about ways to be successful with your new year's resolutions. This includes things like setting small goals, setting appropriate timelines, and finding motivation to keep us going. Well, today we're going to talk about how exactly to do that. Instead of calling it a resolution, we're going to call it a goal. After all, that's exactly what a New Year's resolution really is. So whether it be losing weight, saving money or something else, the method we're going to talk about today is sure to help you achieve your goals. So let's kind of dive into this. Let's say we're setting a goal to save up some spending money for a trip that we've already paid for. Our trip is set for the last week of October, and we need to set we need to save about two thousand um, dollars by October seventh. From this, we've kind of already identified what our goal is exactly. And that's the first step, identifying the goal. The goal is to save $2,000 by October 7th. Now, this is where a lot of folks start to to jump in and they start looking at how much money to save, they start diving into their bills, they start to get overwhelmed, and they end up not knowing exactly where to start. And this is normal. This is the way all of us as humans kind of dive into things. But what we need to do is we need to take this step by step. And one of the things that I like to do is write these steps down so that I have a visual, something I can look back at to A, provide me motivation and B, to also keep me on track and know exactly what I'm doing. So. We want to start by writing our goal at the top of the page. Again, our goal is to save $2,000 by October 7th. So now we've got the goal written at the top and instead of working from the goal down, I prefer to work from the bottom of the page up to the goal. This kind of helps our brains adapt this mentality of progress versus working down. We want to work towards something, not away from it. And this visual will help that um, aspect of things for our brains. So what we like to do is jump down to the bottom of the page. We've already identified the goal. We've listed it at the top of the page so we can put a check mark there. But now it's time to kind of get to the very bottom. The first step after identifying the goal should be identifying and reviewing our financial situation. This kind of helps us understand how much we have left over at the end of each month. So we want to write down on the bottom of the page, identify leftover funds, and then we have to do it. So we start looking at our financials and let's say after I pay my bills each month, I have $250 left over. Now this means after grocery shopping, power bill, car rent, um, insurance, phone bill, you know your, your mortgage or your rent, whatever your bills are, we've accounted for every single aspect. That means including things like Netflix and Hulu, Spotify, Pandora, um, you know, any of those things that we pay for. We want to make sure we calculated everything and we look to see what we have left over. So for this example, we're going to say after everything, we have $250 left over. I can now add a check mark to this step because I've done it. The next thing I need to do is to determine if there's an ability to cut any sort of cost. So I'll go back to my paper and above identify leftover funds, I'll write identify cost savings. And now it's time for us to kind of dive back into those financial results again and review them once more. When looking at this, I want to kind of ask myself the question, is there anything that I can cut out? Can I go without Netflix for a few months or maybe I have five or six different streaming services? Can I cut most of them and keep maybe one or two? That way I can add more money to my funds. Maybe I can cut things out like Uber Eats or DoorDash. The goal here is to find those options that'll help me save more money. And once I've identified these cost saving items, I go in and I cancel them immediately, if that's possible. Once I've done this step and I've identified how much I can cut, I've realized, hey, I have an additional $150 per month that I can now Save along with the 250 I originally have. So now I've got a check mark beside identify cost savings. Now we said step one after reviewing our financial situation, we had 250 left over. After cost savings, we are adding another 150. That brings us to a total of 400 each month that we can save. But that's not where we stop. Now we have to move forward and start the next step. So we're going to write the next step on our page above the previous step. And this next step is called identify how much I need to save each month. And this is where the math aspect comes in. So we know we need to save $2,000 by October 7th. And let's say we're starting this on February 1st. That means we have February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. And then the seven days at the beginning of October. So we have about, um, eight months or so, which isn't terrible. Eight months to save $2,000. So that number eight is going to be a key for us for the eight months. So if we take the $2,000 and we divide that by eight, that tells me that I need to save $250 per month. Well, now that we have identified how much we need to save, we can give ourselves a check mark. So it'll take us eight months from February 1st to October 7th to save $2,000 at $250 per month. That's fantastic news because we just realized, hey, we've got $400 left over every month to utilize. But we can't stop here. And this is where a lot of people stop. A lot of people don't think beyond this point. They say, okay, I know how much I need to save. Now I'm going to save it. But there's a couple more steps here. Our next step that we have to include here is how am I going to save it? Where am I going to put this money? So on our page above, identify how much I need to save each month, we're going to write, where do I put this? Or where do I put the money? And now we have to think about some things. Do we have a savings account? Do we trust ourselves to leave it in a savings account and not touch it? Maybe we give the $250 to a friend or someone we can trust who will put it away for us. Others may think, hey, I'll do what I've been seeing on TikTok, where people are taking these cute little photo albums and they're labeling each sheet and they're putting the money in for each sheet that way at the end of their their savings time they have all the money they need. That may work for some. But you've got to identify what's gonna work for you and where you're gonna put the money to keep it in safe. Once you've identified that, you can add a check mark. And then we move on to our next step. Now on our sheet, above identify how much I need to save each month, um, and and then above um, the next step of where am I gonna put it. Now I need to write down the step of, What hurdles am I going to face throughout these eight months? Now, what does that mean? That means what temptations am I going to have that might keep me from saving the $250 per month? Is it Bath and Body Works might have a sale in these eight months and I really love their candles and I might end up having to buy some and I'll take for my my saving? Is it maybe a flat tire? What are those hurdles that you might face during this eight month period? Write them out. That way you see them with your own eyes. It's one thing to think about them and talk about them. It's another to also write it down so you have that visual aspect. Once you've identified those hurdles, You can put a check mark. Now we have these hurdles in our mind. We might want to go ahead and skip forward, but we're not quite there. We have another step. So above identify our hurdles, we want to write, what can I do to overcome those hurdles? This is where we kind of put that plan into place where we can say, you know what, if Bath & Body Works has that cell, I'm not going to go to Bath and Body Works. Maybe it's if I have a flat tire, I should probably put a little bit more back than just the bare minimum of 250. Maybe I put the full 400 or maybe I put, you know, 350 into savings each month. Identify what you can do to overcome those hurdles. And this is very important, write those, those methods down, Write The ways that you're going to overcome those hurdles down on that sheet. This will help you when you're starting to get to that moment where, you know, you're four or five months in, maybe six months in. And one of these hurdles comes up, you know, you can go back to that sheet and say, what did I say I was going to do here? It gives us ourselves that reminder and that accountability to follow through. Once we've done this, now we can start putting our plan into motion. And this is where motivation is going to come in and self-discipline. Those are things that we have to utilize on our own. Maybe this sheet becomes our motivation. Maybe this sheet becomes a, a method of discipline for us. But you've now got to find that motivation. you now got to find that discipline to keep yourself on track. Is it possible that we might fall off the wagon? 100%. But the beauty in that is, maybe I can adjust my goal. Do I really need $2,000 in spending money for this trip? I can adjust my goal as needed. Goals aren't set in stone. Goals can be adjustable. Maybe the $2,000 was just the amount that you came up with that was comfortable. Maybe you were adding in extra just to give yourself a little padding. So maybe you can adjust a little bit. Whatever that is and whatever you can do to help you achieve the goal, it's fine. But you've gotta have that motivation. You've gotta have the ability to keep yourself disciplined. Following this method and determining all the different steps in and out for any goal that you set, it's going to help you reach that goal a little easier. Writing it down gives you that visual and helps to keep you motivated. So hopefully this method will take, take some, some strain off of setting those goals for yourself. Maybe this will help you in any future goals. All these steps aren't necessarily the same for each goal. There may be additionals. However, this kind of gives you an outline of how we need to break those goals down to determine each step we need to take to get to that goal, to achieve it. And with the right mindset, we can achieve anything that we set ourselves out to do. And with that, folks, that brings us to an end of the session. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this is going to be something that you can utilize to help you achieve your goals. And until next time, stay happy, stay positive, and stay safe. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next time.